<laughs> Good evening, everybody. Hey, hey I have. <laughs> Mama's running late tonight, so she's she's just eating her dinner right now. I'm, I was making her eat her food really fast before the show starts. But um, I burp, I, sorry, Tina's oh. fault. <laughs> My fault. No, I didn't make you run late. But uh, but as you can see, scrolling across the bottom, I just wanted to make a little note. Uh, we did well. We when I say we I, and anything that has to do with technical, I mean her. I, she changed our name <laughs> on the YouTube page from the Foxton hosted by Gina Bank B, you know, Gina Bankston to now it is okay, the YouTube name right there, the Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D. Nice and easy the way it should be, right? So there it is. Um, so now when you're looking and you want to type in YouTube, it's just the Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D, because that's what we say every yeah, week. Just, you know? just put Gina B or Mama D because I'm hashtagging everything that goes to that show with those hashtags or Fox Den. That's also got a hashtag. Because it's a lot. All that. Because of Mama D. Because <laughs> if I didn't, she wouldn't. I just make life a little bit easier. Because if does. I don't, she costs. I'm making her a cup can, uh, people. Y'all know what she's like. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean I'm the only one who gets privileged with this? Well, she can put. <laughs> she can put a truck driver and a sailor to shame all at the same time. <clears throat> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I am Gina B here with Mama D. We are live in the Fox Den every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are listening on Blog Talk or if you are listening to the archives or if you are listening to any one of our anchor uploaded venues, please go over to the YouTube channel. You can watch it later. You can watch it anytime. Right? We just changed the name to make it nice and easy for you to watch the Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D. Very easy. And Mama D has hashtagged everything. So if you put in the Fox Den, you put in Gina B, you put in Mama D, you're going to get to the Fox Den. All right. So please go there and listen and watch on youtube like subscribe and hit the notification button because we are got we have got some very special things coming up that will mm -hmm. only be on youtube and not on facebook yep. but tonight we have a very special guest and i am i love her i i do i love her message i like what she does i'm gonna play a brief little video explaining who she is right and she will be with us as soon as it's done see you in a minute Good evening and welcome to the Fox Den, Jeannie Cisco Mathy. As a child, for various reasons, Jeannie was bullied. So much so, she decided to do something about it to help others, resulting in the creation of tonight's topic, Bully Proofing You, Taming the Bully Between Your Ears. She's a two-time best-selling author, professional speaker, educator, and a parent. Jeannie Cisco Meth shares her scientifically proven system for improving communication and decreasing conflict. She has written many magazine articles, been quoted in Forbes, and a contributor for The Blaze. She has been a guest on radio stations across the country. She has appeared on television for ABC4, Free Speech TV, and others. As a former member of the military, Jeannie had the honor of being sent to OCS. The leadership training program helped her in many ways. 
From starting three very successful businesses to training staff, mentoring others with their startups and staffing issues. Jeannie was told in elementary school she would never make it because she was too stupid. Well, thank goodness she didn't believe them because she would have never accomplished the things she has. We welcome you to the Fox Den, Jeannie. And here she is. Welcome to the Fox Den, Jeannie. Yay! Hi, Jeannie. Hi. <laughs> God, I love her hair. I, am so <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. I'm the only one with the short hair today. I'm sorry. I keep cutting mine. <laughs> That's because somebody kept cutting it. Won't say who. I don't know. The ghosties made me do it. I don't know. But, uh, but Jeannie, your, your book is amazing. <laughs> I have... Um, Yes. I read, you know, Bullyproofing You, we read the whole thing. Uh, the next one, The Taming the Bully Between the Years, I went through chapter five today because that book mm -hmm. hasn't even come out yet. So it's still in draft mode. And I appreciate you sharing that with me. Amazing, by the way. Yes. Amazing. Um, I'm loving everything about it. I was reading it right before the show and I had to actually stop the show. Stop it. Stop the show. The show. Stop. Yeah, I was like, well, she's I could send Mama D up and I could keep reading. <laughs> oh no, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Because Jeannie's gonna be on my show conversation with friends next year. She's yeah, my first book for 2021. You know. Well, there you go. See, that's a it's a beautiful thing. And then we can have her back on here again after she gets the other book published. So, you know, between the two of us, you got it made. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now, now the book though, Bully Pooping You, it is more geared towards elementary students and such, but I'll tell you what, I got a lot out of it and I said it um, before in an ad saying, no, this is going to impact everybody and it does and it will. Um, so it's not really just for the, the school kids, but it, you know, it mainly, it mainly, yeah. but, um, but what helped you finish school when you were told you were too stupid to make it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was actually the perfect thing. You know, looking back, I know that life happens for me, not to me. I know that now, but in that moment I did it. And so looking back at it, I know that it was a perfect thing to say because it ticked me off. And I was like, you don't decide, I decide. And so what got me through was just sheer grit and tenacity. My parents called it stubbornness. I call it tenacity as I got older, you know, that just, you don't decide. I get to decide. It's my life. I have the consequences of my decisions. And so I do it. Now, when I was in elementary school and, and you know, and high school, I, the pro, the thought processes didn't go that deep, mm -hmm. but the determination was still there. That, that rebel kind of feeling was still there. And that's what got me through. Nice. nice. She was a rebel. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could Nobody be. normal ever made history. That's true. That is true. That is okay, true. so uh, so Gina and I are in for a big part of history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I make history just walking in a room. Come there you go. Right. <laughs> Everybody goes hush. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Oh, look at. Okay, okay, for everybody, the words are going across your guest's face. That's because Facebook gives, um, does subtitles. Oh, you have to um, get rid of that. I'm like, I don't have anything up there. 
no, no. <laughs> don't that's a, that's a Facebook there. issue. Oh, okay. All right. But um, but okay. But shoot, I don't even know in, in these in these questions if we get into the exact things of why you were um, bullied. I don't know if you want to get into any of the reasons why you you feel like you. Yeah, were, I absolutely you can. I'm I'm an open book. Um, and it sounds like your listeners are used to a bunch of stuff, so I'm not going to offend yep. anybody. I don't think. Nope. Oh, nope. <laughs> so just get out the cuss so. can. We're good. <laughs> So we had a cuss can at our, I was in the army, so you know, I had a bit of a potty mouth, taught it an alternative high, knew how to swear in like four different languages, you know, and, and I'm like, my son started doing it, I'm like, okay, this is not good. So we started a swear jar, he put like a buck in it, I put like 20 bucks every week. And I'm like, we're going to the movies. <laughs> that's, that's, I'll be poor. That's not no. what it's for. <laughs> Gina will be poor, but all the money that when I send her the cuss can, it comes back yeah. to me. And if it's yeah. American, I'm going to get a bonus. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, Lordy, 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 you're giving away all my bed, my airing my dirty laundry out on air. Right? <laughs> that's okay. okay. We can air mine now. That's okay. I'm giving you permission. <laughs> so all right so hi everybody in the chat room please um feel free to ask any questions okay now we are talking about bullying tonight all right if yeah. you were bullied or if someone that you know was bullied um for just being different you know um she'll explain Jeannie will explain you know some of the reasons how she was different some of the things that i was different for i was blind as a bat when i was a kid i couldn't see anything i related to that that's in that second book there i was relating to that like unbelievable especially when you finally get glasses and you can see leaves on trees it's like wow there are leaves on trees wow and you can see them Oh my yeah. God, it was amazing. But you you don't realize how what you don't see. But I had the big thick Coke glasses, you know, Coke bottle glasses, because mm -hmm. they didn't have the nice new frames and everything that they have now. So, you know, I would get made fun of for those, you know. I got made fun of for my red hair. Oh God. Well, yeah, you know, I, don't think there's, I don't think there's a single person that's gone through life without being made fun of about something. Yeah. Everybody has it. We you have know, a the, the question. The Go ahead. Guest in the chat room, Darian, she's an adorable writer. We've that. had her on here. We love her books madly. Um, she says, I totally understand. I was teased growing up. I didn't know that I had a hearing impairment until I was 18. It explained a lot. I had I had to get tough. Exactly. And Anthony doesn't want us to gossip about him. Well, Anthony, you just never know what we do. Mm. Anthony. Well, Anthony, one thing I just know. Just love. Just love. Yes. That's all we're giving. Loving, yeah. loving yeah. tips on how to get over it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where's Sabrina, Anthony? We want to see Sabrina in here. Is she with you? Say hi. Okay. So, Anthony, you're okay, but we want Sabrina. Mm -hmm. I know, right? Where's Sabrina? Where's Sabrina? Cat Kathleen. Um, <laughs> but yes, but, but you know, the, the shiny ball moment's over. You know, we're going to get right. back into um, Jeannie. So, explain some of the reasons, you know, why you were bullied, things that you were going through. Um, so, the first problem I had was I couldn't see, you know, just like you, I was legally blind and I couldn't see, but I didn't know I couldn't see because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I'd never seen clearly. So I didn't know that other people could. Right. And, and we finally, so my mom taught my brother, she homeschooled my brother first grade and she homeschooled me for kindergarten. And unbeknownst to them, I memorized all of the first grade primer readers. And so they put me into first grade the next year and they're like, this girl's a genius. 
because I could, I would read everything and they thought I was amazing. Well, then I, so they advanced me during that year and I couldn't read anything. Didn't even know my alphabet. Well, I had memorized the books word for word, when to turn the page, what was happening. And so I went from being this like, you know, incredible prodigy to this pain in the bum. This really <laughs> happened, you know, and they had a real hard time because they had to order in special books for me to try to teach me. I mean, it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. So I had, so not only did I have visual dyslexia, but then I also had auditory dyslexia. So things would get jumbled up in my mind of what was written. But then when the teachers would talk to me, when I would get stressed, it's still, it's still there, but I've learned how to deal with it. Yeah. So quite I've a never few heard of that. I never heard of that uh, um, audio dyslexia before, before I read it from, from you. So yeah. explain that a little bit more, just because so, some people might have it and not realize it. The easiest way for me to explain it is kind of like, you know, peanuts. I love Snoopy. We do the Snoopy dance here. But when the adults talk, it's kind of this wah, wah, wah <laughs> sound. <laughs> right. That's how parents so sound to their children Yeah, well. Right. <laughs> so that's what would happen to me. I couldn't, I couldn't distinguish sounds properly. And therefore, I couldn't speak sounds properly. So I had a speech impediment, uh, just all kinds of things. Okay, here's a question. When you say you couldn't distinguish the sounds, like, and you, it changed the pattern of your speech, I know a lot of people who are deaf that have that same issue because they can't hear the words that are, you know, when they can't, you can only mouth the words and the sounds. Would that be, is that also sort of part of it because you had an issue with your hearing or was it just auditory dyslexia? Um, it could, well, it was, it was a problem with the hearing. They termed it auditory dyslexia. So okay. it wasn't that I couldn't hear sounds. It was that the sounds would get jumbled. Okay. Kind of like the letters get jumbled. The sounds would get jumbled. Right. And, yeah, I, and bet, so, I bet a lot of people, you know, I think, I think a lot of people, um, if you're watching your children, you know, and they, and they, they pass a hearing test, is there a test that they can take to see if they have that? The biggest thing was my dad found it when, when we were talking. Um, I couldn't say my R's, my W's, um, you know, and there's there's letters that sound a lot the same. You know, mm -hmm. so I remember as a, as a young kid sitting on his lap and he would say, rabbit, rabbit, you know, no, 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 rabbit, okay, just going okay. over and over, him saying that word over and over and me trying to form it right in my mouth just spending days and days on just one word. And then we would move to another word, you know? <laughs> and so I re I remember that sitting there and just him telling me, no, nope, that's not right. Try it again. No, nope, that's not right. Try it again. And just working on it. Well, you're lucky you had uh, such wonderful yeah. that really encouraged you, pushed you, you know, made you who you are, you know, stand up for yourself. And on top of all of these other problems, you were six foot tall, you know, I mean, so you're, you know, you are this really tall girl. And I know that, you know, we had. I'll, I'll fit underneath her armpit. Yeah, <laughs> like right? right there. She could twist her elbow on my head. Yeah. Well, I was five, seven. I've shrunk. Um, now I'm like five, four, I mean, like five, five something, you know, I mean, I shrunk a lot. It's, it's crazy. But, um, but I mean, there were a few tall, real tall people, and yeah, we would be, you know, would always say, "How's the weather up there?" You know? Down there, yeah, yeah. yeah. been there, and, done uh, that. 
you know, but they were my, they were our friends, you know what yes. I mean? But we'd say it anyway, just to tease them, you know, right. but we weren't saying it to be mean or anything like that, but they yeah. did hear it. And you could tell the frustration in their face when they heard it, like, again, you know? Well, and I think that's a really important thing. It's not always about what you say. It's about how the other person receives it. Yep. You know, what are, what are they hearing? What I say is not always what someone else hears. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to pay attention to that body language, to pay attention to how they're receiving it and to ask for clarification. You know, I was in the kitchen with my daughter. This was a few months ago. And I said something that was in my mind benign, mm -hmm. but because of the look on her face, I knew it affected her. And mm -hmm. I said, okay, hang on. What did you hear? Because it obviously wasn't what I said. Yeah. Right. I deal with that with Bob all the time. He doesn't hear me. <laughs> He has selective hearing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a man's disease. Yeah. <laughs> no, he really has a, a hearing problem from work and he refuses to get anything to help, you know, because he says, uh, Excuse me, Belly Bob, get your shit aid. together. Right. I know. It's like, hello, you know, would you not get glasses because you can't see? What's the difference? It's the hearing aid. Get me some contacts. You, <laughs> you, know, you can't see, you get glasses. You know? Yeah. That's well, and a lot of people have a problem with that because it's admitting that they're getting older. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know, and they don't, they don't want to admit that. But the thing is, is that what a blessing. I look at it with gratitude. You know, when I first got my glasses, okay, here's another name that everybody can call me, right? Whoa. Now I'm four eyes too. And so, but I, I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed being able to see so much yeah. that I'm like, I don't care. Right. And that's one of the most important things is that we as people need to decide our value. We mm. need to define who we are and stop allowing other people to define it. We have an exercise that we do in my events with name tags, you know, and what labels are people putting on you? Well, peel them off and stick a label on that you choose. Listen, when people started calling me four eyes, I'm like, no, I don't accept that. I can see really good now. Yeah. <laughs> I can see things. And so yeah. I chose that label instead of the one they were sticking on. Right, right. Oh, I, I, I totally, I mean, oh my God, I can't believe when I first went to the eye doctor, I mean, I could relate to even your, you were talking about them putting the things and you were saying, what chart, what chart? Your mother's like, you know, the chart down the hall. And you're like, I don't see a chart. And I didn't see a chart. Everything was just, you know, mm -hmm. white like that. Like, that's yeah. what you saw, that blurry nothing you know until it was right in front of you then you could define someone walking in you had to wait till they walked in the room yeah. to see who they were you know and you don't yeah. realize as a child that that's any different like you said yeah. you know you don't but when i finally got my glasses i was i was walking around like i was on a new planet I really have, have you ever seen those videos where where people cannot see color and they get given those glasses that enable them to see color for the first time in their life and they never yeah. thought and it the the rush was was so much that everybody without a doubt cried because oh, it was yeah. like such an yeah. like an onslaught of yeah. colors and onslaught of vibes that but i was like they yeah. can actually they got i could see them they were picking up that's what blue is you know because they wouldn't see the color mm -hmm. so and that's that's also along the lines of in in uh, in my family um most i don't know if a lot of people know but being colorblind, that's a gene that's passed down by the moms, mm -hmm. same as baldness. If you have bald, y'all are bald, it's your mom's fault, okay? But <laughs> being being colorblind was in my family. My uncles had it. 
my sons have it. And it's and I can remember my brother has it that people used to tease him when he was in school. You know, amongst other things, he was teased a lot about stuff like that. And I was like, dude, you know, don't. I was, I was a bully and a tomboy back. Well, I was a tomboy. I wasn't a bully. Don't mess with my brother. I'm going to have to kick you. <laughs> and I usually had have to. But, you know, but that's another thing that people don't realize is something as simple as not being able to see properly. We don't want to put glasses on because, like you said, you don't get it called four eyes or all kinds of fun names, you know. But right. and, then I, and then, of course, you know, the, the, in, back in those days, because we were older, <clears throat> Uh, the glasses. I think I'm the really oldest in the house. By what a year, maybe. But anyway, you know, the the glasses were thick. You know, they you wasn't very attractive. You know, then when I finally switched to contacts, is when it was like, oh, now you get noticed. You know, by yeah, by boys. Boys, you know? right? Because men don't make passes at girls who wear glasses. That was right. All thing. that crap, that, which yeah. they. Which is totally out now because you know everyone has designer beautiful glasses and the glasses are great you know yeah um, and and there's no much that not so much uh, the stigma put on it now as it was then you know but it, it was it was a big difference and then I ended up going and getting LASIK done so I wouldn't have to wear glasses or contacts because contacts I would get the ones that you could wear constantly and they were killing my eyes. As I, I still have a red line in my eye from wearing them too long because you, your okay. eye starves for oxygen and that's what those red lines are. Uh, you know, your eye trying to get oxygen. So I was like, all right, well, I had that operation and, um, you know, don't recommend it because it was scary as hell. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was like getting it's your eye sucked out by a. Okay, let's not go there. Okay, let's go back to bullying. <laughs> I mean, I like the benefits of it, but there's the operation, the procedure itself. Ooh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Don't want to. Can't do it you again. put me to sleep? I like you can hold my oh. eyes on, but let me sleep. I don't want to be. <laughs> no, I'll explain the whole process to you later. No but, thanks. Um, let's get back. Let's get back to Jeannie. She's just sitting there going, "Oh my god, what did I get into?" It's like, okay. what did I get into with these two women? It's always an interesting. So now okay. you became a, you became a teacher, right? So, you know. yeah, yeah. So um, when I was in high school, I had my basketball coach really kind of took me under his wing and really helped me a lot, not only academically but as well as accepting myself because I was tall, but I was pretty uncoordinated. And he's like, "You can do this," you know. He believed in me, and mm -hmm. he he transferred that belief to me. And I worked really hard and made the team and that, that helped. And I thought, man, if I could, you know, I went through a lot of crises. My parents got divorced when I was a freshman. Um, you know, I mean, it was, it was a struggle, but school was a real struggle. And yeah. what, what I learned from that was that it shaped me into who I am today. That person that, you know, just keeps trying. There's a way, there's a way I just got to find it. There's a way. You know, and mm. and I don't have to put up with. Pe I, I believe that people treat us how we teach them to treat us. Yes. Yeah. And if I yeah. allow people to treat me a certain way, in a in a in a way, that's my fault. I need to teach them. Hey, you know what? I don't allow that. But mm -hmm. too many people allow relationships to be bad because they don't know if they'll get anything else. Yeah. So I want to make a special offer for your audience. This I just wrote a, a short story 
Um, if you guys want to shoot me an email, it's genie at geniesiscomath.com. No hyphen in the email. And just say, hey, genie, I want the relationship article. And I'll send that to you just as my gift for listening to this. And it hasn't been edited, you know, so I've edited it, but that doesn't mean it's very well edited. So it's a pretty raw story, but I thought, man, I want to give you guys something special. And so if you shoot me an email to genie at geniesiscometh.com and say, hey, I want the relationship article, I'd love to send that to you. Because we train people how to treat us in a relationship. And if I'm not letting people know, hey, I don't like that, how are they know to stop? And too many people want others to read their mind. And that doesn't work. It doesn't never. work. Never. It never works. So, yeah, so shoot me an email and I'll, I'll get that out to you. Please be gentle. It hasn't been edited, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. You know, I, I appreciate it. I'm sure, you know, our, our, our listeners will appreciate it as well. And, again, if you're just listening Go over to the YouTube channel. You can see the videos. You can see the links that we, we will show. Um, I will show her book. You know, let's see right here. Um, there's her book. The the uh, Taming the Bully Between Your Ears is the one she's working on. Bullyproofing You is the one that is out. And then uh, explain what the, um, the disc is. So there's a whole home study course. Um, it's now all digital. And you get, uh, if you go to bullyproofingyoubook.com, then you can get a copy of this. I'll autograph it for you and get it in the mail. It's, it's me <laughs> sending it out to you. Um, and then you can also upgrade to, there's a video for each chapter, and there's a workbook that goes along with it as well. So it's a whole home study course. The reason I did that is because the more involved I get in my learning, the more I learn. So if I work on something, you know, for a few weeks and I keep reviewing, I retain 80% of my knowledge. So the, the beautiful combination is, so you've, you've attended this event. At the end, if you review your notes for 10 minutes, for seven days, you'll retain 80% of the information. That's, that's great. So, that's great yeah. I need that. Yeah. 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 So within 24 hours, start reviewing your notes. Spend 10 minutes a day reviewing yeah. your notes. And at the end of a week, you retain 80% of the information. Right. And I do find that, too, that even just taking notes, you know, if you mm -hmm. take notes, yeah. you don't, even type, don't type them, handwrite them. If you handwrite right. them, then it stays in your mind more. It's like when you're driving somewhere and you follow a GPS mindly, you know, mindlessly, and you're not going to remember how to get there. You know? nope. But if you have to actually think... I have to take a left after these, you know. Right. I, I'm, I used to be the, the, the co-pilot with the map. And I'd be like, my husband be like, okay, where do I go now? I was like, okay, go this way. Turn to take the next, you know. That was that was before GPS. Yeah. Well, we, we always had the problem with the right and the left. And and that was a funny story about you two with the, in the Army. Because she, she's an Army brat, too, here. And um, she, she had a problem with the right and the left. And and I would do that, too, in the car. Because I wouldn't be able to think of it right away. Like, oh, take it right, take it right. You know? And, and I'd be this way or that way. So it was like, right was yeah. this way, left was that way. I'm like, don't you know? I'm hey, look. I even well, put I've in the learned, book. I learned that if I hold my hand up, that's an L. That's left. That's an L, yeah. But nope, that's okay. Okay. I, I was well, I so bad with the left and the right. I put my husband's wedding band on the wrong hand. That's how good I was. Oops. But <laughs> but my best way of knowing the right from the left, good little Catholic girl, I do the sign of the cross. Okay, that's the right one. 
Oh, never thought of that. Because I can't. It's it's odd. I know people do use the left hand. The lefties, I guess, do it. I'm not sure. I've seen people do it, but I can't. I can't do it. It just doesn't feel right. So it's like, okay, this is it. I got. You right. did enough. <laughs> Right. Now, again, all right, poor, poor Jeannie, right, being as yeah. tall as she is, even in the army, she's being pulled out, you know, and putting out front, you know, so she has to do everything right and do it all always first and everything. So that's like panic in her brain. But what did, yeah. what did your drill instructor do to you because of the right? So, he, so, like I said, when I get stressed, I still have all those learning disabilities. I just learned tools for keeping with them. And, and so the way... So I'm, I'm out front because I'm tall because they want the, you know, the uniform mm -hmm. of the height and I'm out front as platoon leader and he'd yell left and I'd turn right or whatever. I always <laughs> seem to be going the wrong way and he'd yell at me and that made it worse. And so he brought a rock and he puts a rock in my right hand and says, rock, right, get it. <laughs> oh, I like and, that, you know, yeah, right? so I carried that rock all through basic training. And, and was it, it, was, it was funny. <laughs> no, it was, it was probably about this big, you know, so maybe about an inch, inch and a half. So, but yeah, it was, it was good. But I think the, the key that all of us are discovering is that all of us have our own struggles, mm -hmm, right. you know, with whatever it is. And we have common ground in our struggles. And yeah. that's the important part is identifying with one another with our struggles and overcoming them. Mm -hmm. What happens is way too many people get stuck in the struggle and they don't move forward. They use it as an excuse because so-and-so is keeping me down. So-and-so's yeah. not letting me. So-and-so, right? When yeah. I blame people, I can't move forward. Right. It would sure. have been really easy for me to look at my teachers and go, oh, they say I'm stupid. They say I can't do anything. They're and just crumble. And I saw it as a teacher. Students who would say, well, I, I can't learn that. That's BS. You can't do. You're telling me you can't. You're full of crap. You can. Now do it. Go home and do it again. Do it again. You know, and when I first started teaching, it was, I spent more time in the principal's office as a teacher than I ever did as a student. Wow. Well, that's <laughs> good. I was getting called that's in good. because he's like, you know, We'll say, Jimmy, Jimmy says that you told him he can't do this or he, you know, he has to redo this. I said, yeah, he has to redo it. So this was an assignment I gave him two weeks ago. He spent 10 minutes last night on it and he thinks I'm going to accept that. I said, no, I won't. I demand more of him and I demand more of me. And I said, he can yeah. do it again. And I yeah. think what happens is as we continue to lower our standards because it's hard, yep. people can't rise. You can't. You can, yeah. <laughs> I was reading an article the other day that said why can't why can't government um, government contractors finish their contracts on time anymore? I'm like because you keep government. taking the weakest one. You yeah. keep taking mm -hmm. the one that's the lowest bid, and you, you you know, and then they way overcharge. They're way over budget. Yeah, yeah because you're not doing it's not. Yeah. yeah. And so it's yeah. time to start raising our standards and saying, yeah. hey, well, my daughter, hard. my daughter is the it's same. Hard. You and my daughter will get along beautifully. She um, she went to a very expensive college, graduated college, and she got her degree and everything. She doesn't work with that. She ended up getting the job in a bank, worked her way all the way through the bank, 
now she's in the top officers in the positions in the bank. And then there's my other daughter, not the army one. But um, so she, they sent her to a college for special courses, special training. Well, the college loved her so much, they wanted her to teach. So now she's teaching classes at the college. Now, the college wants her full-time, but she can't do that to the bank because the bank sent her to the college, right? She's like, oh, my God. But she's teaching. She is the hardest teacher. She is like like Gestapo on these children. I'm like, you got to lighten up a little bit. She's like, no, no, I'm not, because they're handing in this, and I know they didn't do the work, and da, 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 you know, and I'm, she just sounds just like you, and she really is, I mean, I think a little overly demanding, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but it's a fine line. It's done with know, love. Between, it's done with love. Between, you yeah. Know. yeah, and I but, think as teachers, if you do, because I have like the highest respect for teachers, because I could not stand in a room full of 30, 40 kids <laughs> And hear the back talk because then, then then the Darlene would come out and I'd be back talking with him. Um, but I think that if a teacher in the beginning of the year or the beginning of every term says, okay, you guys are going to have some hard work to do and I'm going to push you to do your best. You may not like me, but I know the only reason I'm pushing you is I know you can do better. I have high expectations of you because I know you can do it. So I can see that. And still, and because like you said, you spent more time in the principal's office, you know, so kids are thinking, oh my God, she's picking on me. And then they go home and tell the mm -hmm. parents and the parents think, yeah, and my, then my later, thing. They'll graduate yeah. and say, you know, that was the best teacher I had. Because we, exactly. we had a really tough English teacher. I mean, because you, you take English every single year in school, you would think, you know, you would learn it eventually, <laughs> you know, but I didn't learn it really until I had this one teacher. And I think it was like the eighth or the ninth grade, maybe even I didn't actually really totally understand it until she really banged it into us. I mean, yeah. she was very stern and very strict and very, you know, make us do our homework stuff. You know what I mean? Keep us after if we were not doing it. And, well, you know, that, at the time, I didn't really like her, but afterwards it's like, we loved her. And, she was like, and it's that, the belief, I know you can do better. Mm -hmm. I know it. I know you can do it again. No, you can do better. I know you can do it again. Yeah. And if, because what happens is if I accept some, some standard work, I'm the stupid one because they know how much time they spent on it. Yeah. And if I say this is a two week assignment and I accept something that they did in 10 minutes the night before, I'm the stupid one mm -hmm. and nothing changes. But if they hand something in and I say, whoa, hey, nice try, do it again. You know, <laughs> and I say, hey, you've spent 10 minutes on this last night. That doesn't count, do it again. And if they're like, no, Jeannie, I spent two weeks. Awesome, do it again. Because you can start again now with more information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, we tend, when we try to do it perfect, that screws us up for adulthood. Because we have this idea that, man, okay, I'm going to start playing the guitar. Oh, and I'm going to pick up that guitar, and I'm going to sing, and I'm going to be on TV tomorrow. No, <laughs> it doesn't happen. No. you got to no. fumble through it. you got to figure out the chords. You've got to learn how to read music. And for way too long, we've allowed people to think that it's easy. It's not easy. Nope. It's right. difficult, and it's worth it every single time. It's yeah. worth it. But you know what, you, the way you talk, the way you, and I, and I know the feeling that you teach your kids and the people in general that you talk to, because I've watched a couple of YouTube videos and you, you're like really intense. 
there's not not everybody has a genie in their life and my way my thing was kids where I used to work, I used to work at the convenience store and kids would come in and they're stressing because that there's, there's an exam coming up and they're really not ready for it. And it's like, dude, just take a deep breath, go with your first, with your first thought, because nine out of 10 times that first thought is correct. And they, they said, but my teacher is like, I said, look, who's, who's doing the test, your teacher or you, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, yeah, but they say, like you say, they say I'm stupid and there's no, I said, no, there's no such thing as a stupid person. Maybe the yeah, teacher for calling right. you that, but you know, but I said, you just got to take a deep breath for each question to close your eyes. Take two seconds, take a deep breath, then read the question. If it's a multiple choice, check out the answers. The first one that sounds like it's right, circle that. I mean, if you get it wrong, right. you get it wrong. You're going to do it again anyway. You're going to catch up somehow, right. but just, right. you know, stop stressing. Yeah, and it's the same with with adult life. Yeah, try it. If it if it messes up, okay, it's okay. Yep. Do it again because yep. you start over smarter each time because yep. you have more information. Exactly. And so often we want to get it perfect the first time, and you can't always get it perfect. No, you do need to do research. You do need to study. I used to tell my students, praying will not bring out what study never didn't put in. <laughs> you know, you got to study and get it in there, and then pray. If you're just praying and not studying, it ain't going to work. That's yeah, exactly. So. And Kath- Kathleen, she's got it right here. She says, because you observed and evaluated compared to just overlooking. And, you know, that's that's what I think the problem is now is the teachers just let everything go. They don't care. They let everything go. You know, it's they have to pass those tests and everything, you know, the, yeah. um, all those tests. Um Oh my God, I can't even think of the name of the test. But they were all freaking out about the test and they're doing all these courses and everything to pr- to pass those tests because, you know, the MCATs or whatever they were for, you know, to, to get your school funding or to keep your school, you know, open and things like that. That should not be a criteria. This is our brains. For, this is our yeah. future. This is what's going to run the planet. You know what I mean? Right. This is where the, the attention needs to be. These children need to learn. And and the parents need to get behind them, yeah. you know, and make them learn. You know, don't well, just... We've done... Don't we've push. done... Ton- sorry. No, I'm sorry. We've done tons of trainings for school all over the country. Love it. Absolutely love traveling um, and sharing our message with kids, with students, and with the teachers and the parents. We always do three presentations we do one for the students, one for the staff, and one for the parents. Because each one has that same foundation, but it's a little bit different. And yeah. I used to tell my teachers, if you're teaching something that I can pick up and say, hey, Google, you're no lo- you're superfluous. You're not needed. Right. Teach your kids how to think. Teach right. your kids how to process. Teach your yeah. kids how to gather information, how to say, hey, Google. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. But if you're, yeah. if all you're doing, if, if what you're teaching can be answered with, hey, Google, you're not teaching, you're regurgitating. Yeah. Yeah. That's just facts and figures, facts and figures, facts and figures. You know, you, you, yeah. why? You want to know the why, how to's and the why's, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, because what if Google disappears? What if electricity goes down forever? All right. Yeah. War of the Worlds yeah. knocks out everything electrical. There we go. The zombie apocalypse. Come on. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but you have to be able to think. Yeah. And and the the there's so much 
you know, we need we need to study and learn and be consumers and creators of history and knowledge. Exactly. We need to to learn and go, wow, okay, the way she did that, that didn't work very well. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna try it this way. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, learning from other people, learning from ourselves and, and forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do it right the first time I did it, and that's okay. I'm gonna yeah. do it again. I'm gonna do yeah. it again, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And this is the way a lot of people, like if I relate it to my, my day job, okay, I train new cashiers and I say to them, first up, my first and foremost, every customer who comes in that door is your family. You may not like them, but mama says it's Christmas dinner. You'd be nice. So you have to think of everybody as your family. You have to be nice. I said, and what I'm going to teach you is your foundation. You can, I can tell you to do, put it to the left, but you find it easier if you put it to the right. So I'm going to give you the basis to work on. You're going to build on it. You're going to do what you got to do. And I think that's what a lot of kids, because I've seen a lot of trainers yelling at people going, you're not supposed to do it this way. You did, what are you, a stupid dummy? I've walked into stores and heard that from managers saying that to employees. And I'd be like, I, I can't shut my mouth. So I was excuse me? Um, you don't talk to your employees that way. And because no, just, and then I have to be nice. <laughs> Yeah, not no. allowed. Not no, no, not allowed. And uh, see ya. Have a nice day. But yeah. I like, on that note, I, I like how Jeannie explains and the, how the system works, especially mm -hmm. for the children that are being bullied. That if someone's coming at them, you know, yeah. um, you're, you're countering it with conversation, with questions, with yeah. you know what I mean. You're you're interacting with them. You're not letting them just bully you and walk away and be like ha ha and walk away with their friends you know what i mean it's like um like mama d was saying to me earlier you know like she got made fun of for having red hair and she was <laughs> called in french i don't know how to say it it's, uh, it's called poil de carotte. now that's yeah, hair of the hair. carrot now yeah, i know they meant my red hair was orange like a carrot but my way of going was hey poil de carotte, the hair of a carrot is green the hair not green so you know when you figure out what i am just let me know now it's and called ginger well, magic. But now, like, you know, um, if you if you read Jeannie's book and stuff, you know, and someone calls you that thing, you can say, hey, you know, well, you must really like carrots because I know mm -hmm. I love carrots and I just had carrots for lunch. So, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'll see you later. Have a nice day. And you walk away, you know, and it's like, and it's methods like this, training and teaching yep. like this, as opposed to getting all flustered, angry, upset, retreating, um, Shutting yeah, down. it starts the three parts of the book. The very first one is the personal value, because that's the foundation of the pyramid that we built. Yep. Personal value. I have to believe in myself. Yep. And it starts many times with rejecting labels from other people and mm -hmm. choosing the labels that I want to put on. Yep. You know, and so you can call them affirmations, you can call them declarations, you can call them statements, you can call them incantations. I don't care what you call them. Just stick labels on you that make you feel good, that empower yeah. you. You know, I started a long time saying I'm vibrant, vital, and alive. And then my my body goes, oh, we better be that because she keeps saying that. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, positive, and, yeah, positive attracts positive, negative yeah. attracts negative. It's just, yeah, that's the law of nature. It's true. Yeah. You know, you got to change so that your first mind. part. Is personal yeah. value, belief yeah. in self. And then right. the second part is perspective. Her people's her people. They're all not picking on you because you have red hair. 
they're picking on you because it's something that they can see and they hurt and they want you to hurt too. Exactly. And so they point it out so that they can get a laugh so that they can get some attention. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, you know, good people that are in a good spot. They don't bully. It's hurt people that try to hurt other people. Right. Right. And healed people, heal people. So if we can start the healing, we can change Mm -hmm. the world. Yes. And it starts with yes. forgiveness of self, belief in self, and then forgiveness of self. Because we always make mistakes. We always make mistakes. That's part and of being. You know? Exactly. And for yeah. me, mistakes, I like, I make a lot of mistakes. I learn from them. It's like somebody says, if you make a mistake, you learn, you know, if you have a bad relationship, you learn what you don't want for the next one. So if right. I make a mistake, I know not what not to do the next time. I might make another mistake in another direction, but I'm still going to, you know, right. and nobody, <laughs> and nobody has the right to tell me you're doing it wrong. I can say it to myself, dumb, dumb, you're doing that wrong. You should have done it this way. And no, I know a lot of people, dumb, dumb. no, do I know, that. but I know, you know, and, and just do like the way I'll do, I'll do the same thing. I'll be like, Oh, you stupid. I can't believe you just did that. You know, and then I'll fix but it, the thing, know, and the thing I'll is we do that. that to each ourselves, but when yeah. we see, and I do it to Gina, when she calls herself, says, Hey, Nobody's allowed to call my co-host stupid, you know? So right. I know that, Right. so it's like, Neh. so I know when I do it to myself, afterwards I'd be like, you're not a dummy. Yeah, you know, it's right. like, yeah, change it around, but right. you still gotta stop self-bullying. And that's one thing that I right. get. Mm. Yeah, and right. I, yeah, and you've got, so, it's true. Yeah, so I realized that I was caught in that should have mm-hmm. trap. You know, oh man, I should have known better. Because we learn things and we know them intellectually, but we don't live them until they're in our heart. Yeah. So I say I know something once it goes from my head to my heart, but until it goes to my heart, I don't know it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I try, you know, and so I'll do something like, oh, learn something. So this is what happened. The facts, you know, um, something was said, it was misunderstood. So in the future, I ask, you know, just like with my daughter. I can see that you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> what did you hear? And so when I make that decision, when I let the past go and I say, next time I will, and I make that decision, then mm-hmm. if I do it again, I'm more likely to make that positive decision. If I screw up again, that's okay because repetition is the second law of learning. And so I make the decision again. Oh, I forgive you, Jeannie. You made a mistake. Next time I will do such and such. Yeah. That's how you how you get out of that self bully. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then and then um, <clears throat> excuse me. And you put it out there too. You know, stretch your limits, stretch your boundaries. You know what I mean. Put yourself out there. And again, you know the wor- What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to fail. Oh well, is if it's not life threatening, it's not a major right. catastrophe. You know, mm-hmm. you know, put yourself out there. Try something different. If it doesn't work, and if you try it again and it doesn't work again, well, maybe that's not the right thing for you. All right. So, you know, someone with, um, you know, three fingers might not play a guitar just as well as someone with, you know, a five. Okay. But or they might play it better if they modify it. Right. right. But they could figure out a way to do it. And many people have, you know, yeah. people can play with a foot. You know what I mean? It's right. like, it's, it's your mind. It's your will. If you really, really want to make it happen, you will. You know, yeah. I, I believe so. The word desire comes from Dea Sire, right? Of Sire or of of your maker, higher power, whatever you want to call it. 
And so if I have the desire in me, that means that I have the ability to make it happen. Because yeah. I don't believe God would put a desire in us and then not give us the ability to make it happen. He didn't say it would be easy. <laughs> the desire no, is there. Then we've got to build the muscle to make it happen. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, and I, I used to be a personal trainer. And so you don't walk into the gym and lift the 50 pound weight on the first day. No. You walk no. in the gym and you pick up the two, three, four, five, maybe 10, and you keep your eye on the 50 pound weight, but you continue to lift the smaller weights until you can lift the 50 pound weight. And it's yeah. the same with creating anything in my life, you know, and that article that I wrote, remember I told you I wrote a short story about relationships yep. that talks about, see, I've been divorced twice and I finally got it right. My husband and I are celebrating our 18th anniversary. People ask us we all the time, you guys newly married? Are you guys newlyweds? Are you in your honeymoon? I'm like, no, 18 years. Yeah. I made mistakes in the first two and I figured it out and I got it right this time. <laughs> I could have given up. I could have stopped. I could have said it'll never be right, but I didn't. I kept looking for a way to make it happen. So if you shoot me an email to my email, genie at geniesiscometh.com, I'll get you a copy of that article I wrote. And and like I said, it's not edited. <laughs> it's just edited by me. But but I'd love to give that to you as my free gift. It's cool. perfect. I'm sending an email. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, we're already emailing. So yeah, yeah. but I could I could still send them and go. Excuse me, my yeah. <laughs> this one. Can I have that short story? Can I have the relationships? Can I? Well, I'm just I am I'm, again. I'm I'm enthralled with the next book. I'm I, I'm gonna go right back to reading as soon as we're off that. <laughs> Uh, I'll probably finish it tonight, you know? Yeah. yeah and then she'll start talking well, to me about it and I'll be like, please let me read it. Please. Let me read it. Yeah. yeah. So, but we were talking about the parts of the bully proofing you book, the first part yeah, right. personal value, second part perspective. And then the third part is all about plan responses. You know, like you were talking about with the carrot top, you know? Yeah. So you have a response and what that does is when emotion is high, intelligence is low. You know, yeah. have you ever had somebody say something like two hours later, you know what to say back? <laughs> yes. That's because yes. when we're emotional, our brain doesn't function right. That's yeah. with the limbic brain. I won't take time to go into all of that. But what happens is if I can bring that emotion down, mm -hmm. then I can think. And so if I have some one-liners or questions that I can use to get people to think, because bullying happens in the, re in the brain stem. It's a reaction. It's a habit. It's not thought yeah. out. And so if I have a question that brings people into their cerebellum, their neocortex, and they have to think about it. And so if I have some of those planned responses, when my emotion is high, I can immediately use that planned response, bring my emotion down, bring their emotion down, then we can think. And so all it is is a question because we've been trained from a very young age to answer questions. And so I'll ask somebody, you know, and the examples that I use in the book are definitely for school you know, hey, where, what, where's classroom 231? Or, you know, where's, where's, what's for lunch today? What's your favorite class today? Things like that, what's your favorite color? Any of those can be used. And somebody who is attacking you about your hair, wow, I love red, what's your favorite color? Right, bless you. You know, or I love my hair, what do you love about yourself? So it, and it, it stops it because they have to think and process, yeah. which yeah. pulls them out of that reaction mode. 
Right. And then you were saying, too, which is another really good point, and uh, I hope I'm not giving away too much of the book, but it's a very good point. Uh, if you're practicing with your friends and, you know, so, you know, you're the person being bullied and then the person's coming at you, but you don't want them to practice being a bully because you don't right. want them you yeah. know, bullying, but they can say, you know, well, this is the scenario of, you know, so-and-so is coming over. You know what I mean? Um, so don't yeah. be a bully, you know, to practice. So that, you know, right. none of this it is walks. acceptable. It, it talks. So you have to get the emotion up and learn how to bring the emotion down. If it's not emotional, you're not practicing. You're just, you know, um, one of my mentors the other day says reading without action. It, I'm sorry. Knowledge without action is just reading. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that's so powerful. So if you read this book, Bully Proofing You, you don't take action, it doesn't it doesn't change your life. Yeah. So it walks you through how to practice getting the – because you'll, you'll have a certain level of stress, and you'll get really good at that level. Okay, so let's turn the stress up a little bit. Let's get a little bit better at that. And it's just like move. It's just like picking up the lighter weight so I can get to the 50-pound weight. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. talk about how – if I can deliver my talk while I'm in the reptile building, I can do anything. Because <laughs> I hate snakes. I hate snakes. Hate them. But I didn't the first day go get in the reptile building. I didn't do that. I started slow. And I built it up. And I started talking, first of all. First of all, I wrote it out. Then yeah. I started talking it out loud because it sounds different coming out of your mouth than yes. on a piece of paper, right? Right. And then I started doing some video and then I watched the video and went, Oh my gosh, fix some things. Right. And then now I'm on TV, I'm on radio. I'm, I'm, I'm working on my third book, you know, just it's phenomenal. All these things that happen because you take little steps Yeah. because right. little steps I can make giant yeah. steps. I fall back. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep, that's uh, and that's gonna kind of be the premise of my book when I finally get that out there, is <laughs> is that you know organizing yourself and your thoughts in your life because people will, um, say, oh my God, I gotta go here, I gotta do this, I gotta get me, blah, 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 you know, and your brain just explodes and you shut down, you don't do anything, right? <laughs> you know, so yeah, so. Those are called you know, my to-do lists. Right. Those things down. Yeah, there's many lists. There's many lists, but there's there's different methods on doing those lists. Yeah the opportunity to get you know a whole bunch of things done and keeping track of all of that too you know but with no pressure you know it's like well i can't do all of these things you know yeah. i can't do all the stuff to get that room done upstairs but i can fix the ceiling falling down over the one window you know right. so i'll yeah. do that i can't do the I'm rest hang of out it, a window and don't start. <laughs> yeah, you, you just take up, you just take one step. One step at a step. time. One thing. But and then eventually everything gets done. It's like, oh my God, geez, I need a new list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that for me goes along the same way. Like, you know how every year at New Year's you make your New Year's resolution. Everybody has this like, I'm gonna lose weight. Boom. I learned, again, I can't remember who taught this to me, but one resolution it's not going to cut it because with if you make it, you feel like you're a failure. If you, if you know, sorry, if you don't make it, you feel like a failure. If you make it, you're like, Yahoo! so what I do is I make a list of at least nine an odd, always an odd number. Nine things are my news resolutions. And as I do them, I check them off. And if I did only three, 
like I'm on top of the world. I made three out of nine. It's, I mean, I know if I was in school, that would be, that'd be like a C minus. But I mean, for me, it's an A plus because I, last year I couldn't even do one. So that's this right. Year, right. You know, that's right. And that's that's it. You know, and practice, 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 which is one of the. That's the yeah. arrow down the side, right? right? <laughs> practice, practice, practice. That makes perfect. I mean, and that's what that does, you know. Yeah. So that's another part of her pyramid that she's got going on. You just guys, you just got to get this book. I mean, seriously, for not even just for your kids in school, for yourself, you know, because it does open your, your eyes a little. And I did put out an ad, too, that I said, you know, I, I was reading and I cried three times. Well, I ended up crying four times, but I smiled really big, you know, Good. more Good. more often than I was crying. But there was some really, there's, you know, real people stories in there, and a few of them were quite sad, but they yeah. really open your eyes, you know, and I'm not going to tell you what they are. So if you want to know what they are. But they yeah, have, okay. I love teaching by stories because you can remember the story, which means mm -hmm. you remember the lesson. And yeah. I taught it an alternative high. So, you know, you're talking about 30 kids in the classroom. We'll try 30 ADHD kids in a classroom, oh. right? Yeah. You've got to be pretty creative. You can't just stand up there and say, hey, here's your homework, right? You've yeah, no. Blah, blah, Johnny so Brown's I learned teacher. if I told the story, if I started with that story, they were hooked and they would yeah. listen. And so right. it was a story with a, with a meaning, with a moral, with a purpose. And that's absolutely how I write. Same thing. Here's a story and then here's yeah. the reason for the story. Exactly. And, and it yeah. really stays with you. And it does. Yeah, because you it's know. it's not, it's like you can, like you said, you can just sit there and tell them do it and it'd be like, but uh, you know, like they well, get they get the idea, but they don't get the heart to it. With yeah. a story, it adds the heart to it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. I. I uh. Kat, Kathleen's a military brat as well. Imagine getting oh, there in the military. Um. I, I. I'm not understanding why you wrote that comment. I don't know what that was pertaining to. So kind of. Tell us why you want, um, wrote that, Kat. Kat, yeah. Kat, she hasn't been in the chat room in a long time. I missed her. Yeah, that's what she well, said. Welcome back. She's been a long time. I know. Kat here on the right day. And I, I just know, have yes. to point out that Dave Price is, is a very usual guy in our chat room. He's probably the only man who's got the cojones to stand up with us, nut jobs. But a while back, <laughs> I said, I cannot draw. I see. I cannot draw to save my life. I can't even draw a straight line with a T square, which is really hysterical for my drafting teacher. But I made. He said he could. He used to draw. So I told. I, I told him to draw a picture of me, Spe pencil sketch, charcoal catch. I didn't care. So he's he's taking pictures off my Facebook. He's got two and a half, two two months to, to Ooh, come up with my picture. Ones. I'll there send you go. some pretty ones, Dave. I've got some really nice ones. I did like really cool things from a photo photo. Oh no no stuff. no! He's gonna do this all on his own. This is all his own. Nothing. No help yeah. from you. No pout. <laughs> no pouting. It's no pouting in the fox den. All right. <laughs> it's like baseball. No crying in baseball. No yep. pouting in the fox den. What's the problem? That's right. <laughs> that is right. All right. So now you're in your teacher. You're, how long were you a teacher for? 17 years. Why did you leave? Oh, 
because I wanted to reach more people. So it's I call them God pokes. Those little things that happen that are coincidences, but they're not really. Not. They're telling you to go somewhere else. So in January of 2012, well, for some time, you know, people have been saying, hey, you need, you need to reach more people. You need to write a book. You need to reach more people. And in January of 2012, I had an opportunity to teach an adult class of about 250 people. And, and it was all the, all the instances that came together, I knew it was a God book. I knew that it was time to transition from the classroom to the stage. And so... I did. May was my last year of teaching, and um, some really tough things happened. I was supposed to leave the classroom, but not for the purpose I did. I thought I was leaving to teach a class and talk about real estate investing. My husband and I are real estate investors, um, and but I had developed a class to help people with the mindset part mm -hmm. of it. You know, we had done a lot of the technical side of it, did very well. But that mindset, you know, I remember when my husband and I started going, why isn't everybody doing this? This is so easy. Well, then, you know, you have to replace a furnace for about $10,000 or you've got to replace, you know, hold the whole sewer system. And it's not as and, and it's easy, but you've got to maintain, you've got to guard your mind. And so I went to, I, I had the opportunity to speak. They're like, please, we need your class. Please come. We'd love to have you come. And um, I was supposed to start for them in July. So we burned the boats at school. And in June, they disappeared. They wouldn't return my phone calls. They wouldn't return my emails. I'm like, what's happening? Wow, right. yeah. And so I'm like, I had to use that mindset. What am I doing? What do I, what do I want? Do I want to go back to teaching? Or do I truly feel like I'm being called to something else? And I did feel like I was being called to something else. And that was yeah. proving you. That was helping people. And I've received emails from people who have got my book in Japan. I've never been to Japan, but my book has been to Japan. That's and, awesome. you know, them, them telling me thanks for giving me. My daughter was suicidal for a lot of years. And so Bullyproof and You was written to help her. And in the process, it has helped thousands of people all over the world. And I feel so blessed, so blessed. And if I had not had the courage to take that first step outside of the classroom, I would not be receiving emails and phone calls and speaking engagements from all over mm -hmm. because I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have crossed the finish line. You have to take the first step. Oh, amen. Well, I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad yeah. you did all the things you do. And, you know, the, your God pokes, I mean, we, we call them an intuitive thoughts. Those are direct links to your <laughs> I like God pokes. Spirit, spirit guides, you know, your angels, your spirit guides, whatever. And it's best not to disappoint them. <laughs> right. right. Them, you must follow them. <laughs> Life goes better when you follow them. And exactly. if you don't, the price tag and the pain gets higher each time. <laughs> it's no longer a poke, but a two by four upside the back of your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. And as, as, as I always said, when God says something, you better listen to her. her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. okay. Kathleen posted in the, in the, I'm on the wrong mouse again. Um, based off, whoops, hold on a second. Let me get this up. I guess this was a response to her quote comment based off just emotions at everyday life with an individual with any individual you are speaking of emotions and how we all tend not to tap into our subconscious based on feelings 
We all have some sort of PTSD, I believe, from any traumatic event. How we handle it speaks volumes and how we learn to cope with and use our spiritual knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. See, yeah. you know, we were talking about colors earlier. We were talking about emotions. I grew up in a house where you were allowed two emotions, anger and neutral. That was pretty much all you were allowed. And when, okay. when I, I, my husband, Lawrence, love him. Our mm -hmm. anniversary is coming up. I know. But when I know he, he taught me about emotions. He taught me to feel all emotions. And it took a while. It was a journey for him. It was not an easy task. But he taught me it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel pain. And in the process, I learned that the more I felt, I learned all of the emotions. And I liken it to a rainbow. You know, somebody who has two colors in their rainbow. I had red in my rainbow, and I had kind of this black gray in my <laughs> rainbow. And then as I started Happy? learning yeah. that, hey, Sunshine, you know, happy, joy, vitality. Oh my gosh, we got yellow and orange. And then I also learned that, wow, nature is incredible and I feel things and I love the way I feel. Then we got green and purple and blue. And all of a sudden I got this whole rainbow. Yep, right. And as I feel the negative more, I feel the positive more as well. And I don't ever want to give up the, those glasses that help me see and feel and manage those emotions. Emotion is energy in motion. So if yeah. I can get emotional, I can get energy and I can move. Yeah. I can get that goal. I can look at the 50 pound weight and go, hey, I'm getting there. I'm making it there. So right. that's what's important. That is a beautiful thing. And you know what? Right. On that note, we have to play our, our, our little ad for our, our midway mark here. And we'll be back in about three minutes. Fox Den is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. He has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA and as lead in the popular local TV show Ghost Detectives, he has experience of how spirits could be seen or heard. Using this knowledge, he has manufactured equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. He is the only manufacturer of the popular lifelike trigger prop cats and dogs. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these prove to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HTO, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal object such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HTO will light. It has a sound option as well. This device was used in Travel Channel's Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. This is to back up the theory that the spirits manifest using static electricity. Using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement. If a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell, set the sensitivity and place the device in that area. Its band of lights will show a range of vibrations from the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting the entire range. 
The EasyScan Ghost Boxes are very popular due to the ease of use. They are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is unique and all custom hand decorated by Gina Bankston. The V-Pod has a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device. It is a must-have in your gear bag. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Gear's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher. Visit www.vortexghostgear.com to view all the products and get your equipment today. You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with ghostly excursions taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the USA. Visit www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. And we're back. Yay. I know we were so intense in this conversation. I, I almost forgot to play an ad. <laughs> Mama always reminds me. So you want to kick this you want to kick this hour yes. off for us? And please? and but just just a quick I will with one question, but I just want to make a quick comment. If you notice I put cutie bob in the chat. I did. But that was because when his little face pops up in the thing, he's got that bob look. It's like <laughs> it's like he's gonna give you that look no matter what you do <laughs> especially when the skeleton steal his cigars okay <laughs> okay what has been the most rewarding about this mission uh the most rewarding is when i get that email or that phone call or the person comes up after the event and says thank you you helped you know I, i've read your book and you've saved my life or you've saved my daughter's life or my son's life or whatever because being a parent of a child who had suicide tendencies, you never know. And mm -hmm. it's scary all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. because there's no personal value. And if they can build that personal value, they're safe. Mm -hmm. And when you know your child is safe, there's no better reward. There's no better reward. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a child who is somebody out there is listening and they have a child who they find is going through all that trauma with, with uh, people talking negative about them or, and, and they can't get out of that. Do you suggest that they, okay, this is a full, we'll say a full grown in the twenties. Okay. Um, would you suggest that they send them this book or do you as well as read it for themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you have someone, anyone, I don't care what age they are, yeah. I have letters from um, all the way down to 10 years old, 10 year olds who have sent me emails no. all the way up to my oldest reader to date is 97. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, and every single one of them have said that they love it and they enjoy it. And it's the stories are appropriate for any age and, yeah. and it touches you. You can identify with them pretty much at any age. And it's, it gives you a totally new perspective. The other thing that I would do is remind them that they decide, not someone else. Mm -hmm. When someone else is calling you names, whatever it is, the reason it has so much impact is because you believe them. Yeah. Right. But if you decide, you know what, I'm not going to believe that anymore. 
Right. So I'll talk for a moment. I told you I've been married twice before. Um, when, when someone you love and cares for you tells you something about you, you tend to believe it. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, you tend to believe it. And mm -hmm. it's within your power, your power to say, I don't believe that anymore. Yeah. That's not me. That may be how you see me. That may right. be how you define me, but that's not me. And right. I will not accept that anymore. But what happens if they're doing their own self-bullying? Like I said, that's some of the, that's something for me that I think that's the hardest thing is I can deal with people who bully me or attempt to, to bully me because it just doesn't work. I'll just don't deal with that stuff. Right. So, but right. in my own mind, I can do it to myself. So somebody out there who's, you know, like, okay, I, I could lose a little bit of weight, you know, like I'm getting old, I'm getting gray hair, not really. But, you know, these things, you know, like they think they're not good enough to be here. What they're doing is not good enough. They're doing it to themselves. Everybody else thinks that they're great, whatever, but they're so into downing on themselves. They can build everybody else up, but they're down on themselves. How would... Beautiful. Make yeah. a new decision. Yourself, your personal value is a decision that you make and the action that you take. Yeah. And so if I find out, if I become aware of, hey, wow, I'm talking negative to myself, because awareness is the first law of learning. I've got to be aware of what needs to change. And then I got to repeat, repeat, repeat the new action. Habits can absolutely be overcome. Many times the thoughts that I have about myself are a habit that is left over from someone, something in my past. Mm -hmm. So I make a new decision and I say, today, I'm going to love myself. Right. Just for today, I don't worry about tomorrow. Today, I'm going to love myself. Yeah. And when I hear myself saying, you're stupid. Oh, no, no, no. That's the old me. The new me loves me. The new me thinks I'm smart. The new me knows that I can figure this out. Yep. And, and, that, and, it, can. and you have to do that over and over and over again. Go ahead. Yeah. People can overcome the unspeakable. You know, you, you reference um, um, smart. Um, God, what's her name? What's her first name? Elizabeth Smart. Elizabeth Smart. I yes. will have her. Okay. And she overcame that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if she can overcome such a, an atrocity, you know, but the, unfortunately, the, this is rampant. You know, and children, and it's, and it's rampant in children. And unfortunately, again, and not to be Debbie Downer or anything like that, but I mean, sometimes it's coming from the parents, you know, that are, you know, verbally abusing and saying to their child, what are you stupid? You know, you don't, you don't understand that you can't get this, you know, it's two plus two. What is, what is wrong with you? You know what I mean? And it's like, Hey, you know, back off. But the child, you know, at some point, if they have someone like you in their life, a book like this that they can read and they get that spark, like, yes, chapter one, I am worthy. I am worthy. Yeah. I don't need to listen to this, even if it's coming from my parent or my parents right. or my right. guardians. I don't need to listen to that. It's you make that decision. You choose to live your life and you're not going to take that anymore. And you right. can overcome it. And unfortunately, there is that minority i'd like to think of it as a minority um of the people that aren't 
choosing that option and that choose to wallow and choose to accept that and like, well, I'm not going to be anything anyway. So, you know, I'm going to end up probably either dead or in jail or blah, 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 or blah, 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 and be so negative and so down all the time. Well, you know what, if you think that way, that's probably is what's going to happen. You know, you, yes, it is the mindset. It is that, that changing, you know, so, so apparently that's what you're, you're trying to get that message across when you're up on stage talking to so many people all at once, like, yes, you are worthy. Yes, you can do, you know? So and it, it started, you know, when I was a high school teacher, I told you I taught at an alternative high. So they've heard for years, you're stupid. You can't do it. You know, or they've, or, you know, and I remember one of my students saying, what's the point, Jeannie? I'm just going to wind up at the point of the mountain anyways, you know, going to prison is a family reunion. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, why? Why does it have to be that way? Because it doesn't. There's yeah. a, a choice. There's a difference. And I started opening up his eyes to a whole new world. Right. And what we did was I got on uh, the website, SoulTheBee.com. SoulTheBees.com is high-end homes, very high-end homes. We're talking millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And he, because, I mean, if, I, if he's a drug dealer and he's making bank, why would he listen to a teacher who's making three grand a month, right? <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Right. And I said, I totally understand that. I understand, but hang on a minute here. I'm a real estate investor and I won't always make $3,000 a month. I'll be making right. more. And I said, let me show you my dream. And I pulled up this property on Sotheby's and it had eight bedrooms, eight master bedrooms and like 10 bathrooms. It was like 10,000 square feet. It was on, I think, 20 acres, you know, with a lake. And I'm like, what if I could have that? What if I started changing my thoughts today mm-hmm. and that was in my future? And he said, yeah, well, my my uncle has a great house. And I said, yeah, and one of the police could have come take it from him and seize it because it was bought in a drug deal. Right. And that has happened to him in his life since then. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, I know that when I do something that's legal, moral, and ethical, I get to keep it. I get to keep it. Yeah. And so that house, I don't live in it yet. I live in a really nice house. (laughs) You know, at the time I was teaching that class, I lived in a starter home out in Eagle Mountain, and that's okay. Now I live in a 4,400 square foot house. We have an incredible view of the valley. I've got a really neat back portable that I get to sit under with grapevines. I've got a hot tub. You know, I mean, I've I've got a pretty nice house now. Have I made the 10 million? No, not yet, but yeah. I'm on the way. And if I don't yeah. make it, it's okay because I'm striving for it. And it starts right here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nothing yeah. is made except first a thought. That's right. It starts here. Yep. Then I start to do more and I start to be more and then I can create it. But if I don't start here, it doesn't change. Is that kind of like to a- ask yourself, go, sorry, go ahead. Is that kind of like a mental vision board? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You can have a physical vision board too. So I have three vision boards. I have a do vision board, a be vision board, and a have vision board. Beautiful. A lot of people just have the have vision board. You know, I want the house. I want the I want the car. I want that. No. What about what about the be? Who do you want to be? And so I have pictures. I have quotes. I have books. I have, I love my library and it's all over. It's full of people who have overcome um, unsurmountable odds. Nick Vujicic, a hero of mine. No arms, no legs, no limits. 
You know, here's this little boy, he's born, no arms, no legs. All he has, he calls it his little foot flipper. He has about a four inch deformed foot. That's his flipper. And he travels the world speaking and encouraging. He has a whole ministry for Christ. And I'm like, man, if he can, if he can overcome those obstacles, I can overcome mine. Yeah. Right. Right. And so if you think your life is horrible, it may be, and guess what? Someone else has an even worse life. Right. Yep. Someone else has an even worse life. And you and got guess the what? best of life. Someone's got yep. it better. Right? It, yep. It, exactly. That's it. It's all about comparison. It's all about perspective. Yeah. Because what are you even looking person, at and what are you comparing it to? Yeah. Because even the person with the best life still has issues and they want more. Or they think that yeah. people are... So or, it's like, or people are out to get them or people are out to get their stuff and then they're paranoid and they're locked in their, their little world paranoid. You know, is that living? No. no, no, it's not. And when I was, I told you I was a single parent for a lot of years, really struggled financially. I made one year, I made $3,000 and that was to support myself and my daughter. Yep. We had food stamps. Yes. We had state aid. Thank goodness for them. Thank goodness for them. And in the process, there were days when I would get tired because I was going to school full-time. I finished two years of college in one year. Wow. So full-time was 12 credit hours. My lightest system, my lightest quarter was 20. Wow. And there were ones that had 27 credit hours in them. And so I was doing triple, double, or triple time just so that I could finish in one year as a single parent. Because I knew that if we struggled when she was young, she wouldn't remember it. That was my hope. Yes. And so by struggling when she's young and doing the thing, the hard work then, we could have it easier as we grew up. And there yes. were days when I was tired of the struggle. I didn't want to do it anymore. And then I would go drive up around around Capitol Hill and the million-dollar homes and go, wow, they can do it, I can do it. And I yes. would visualize my daughter coming out that front door, going to meet friends and being okay. And I'm like, okay, get back to work, girlfriend. And then when I would start feeling sorry for myself and, oh, my gosh, life sucks, I'd go drive around the, the homeless shelter on 4th South and say, thank you, God, that I'm not raising my daughter on the street. Right. Yeah. But I have a house. God, they go away. Thank yeah. you. It's all yeah. about perspective and what you do with that perspective. Exactly. We have Dave in the chat room. He says, I grew up so introverted with scoliosis. An older brother said, you have a chest like a treasure at the bottom of the ocean, all sunken in. My dad, if you're, my dad would say, if you've got nothing to say, say nothing at all. I was so quiet. People would say there's something wrong with him. And it's how I grew. But see, look at the man that we see now. Yeah. yeah and he's a great guy. The treasure chest. Hello, it's filled with gold and diamonds and special jewels. Amen. Right. Doing a picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he the one that's drawn the picture of you? Yeah. Yep. He Ooh, got my birthday. That's he's, awesome. got, he's getting it. He's getting it done. You gotta do the Snoopy dance for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you see, I love love Snoopy. Yeah. Uh -huh. So when when I first started, remember I transitioned from the classroom to the <laughs> stage. Love it, Fox Den. Mm -hmm. Um, there weren't a lot of stages because when you are a high school teacher, they bring the people to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. when you're a professional speaker, you've got to go find the people, right? Exactly. That's right. That's and, right. And so I had to make phone calls and I had to call people like, hey, this is me. I've got this program. And they're like, yeah, no thanks. 
And so I'm like, okay, if I don't do something to keep my energy high, I'm not going to make it through. I will not make it through. And I listen to classical piano music. And mm -hmm. I'm, I just made, I think, probably six, seven calls, ten, you know, seven rejections. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I can do this. And the Peanuts theme comes on. <laughs> and the picture of Snoopy dancing all out of control and crazy <laughs> comes into my mind. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. I can dance crazy because I don't have very good rhythm. <laughs> I can dance crazy. And so I turned up the music and I ran out in the living room and I yelled, Snoopy dance. And I just started <laughs> dancing all crazy. And the kids come in and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Snoopy dance. And so they just kind of start dancing with me, whatever. Mom's a weirdo. We don't care. And and it was awesome. And afterwards, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to go make five more phone calls. <laughs> and that's how I kept going. And we've done the Snoopy dance for years. You know, my son would use it. He'd come in and he would throw his backpack on and he'd yell, Snoopy dance. And we'd go running in. We'd dance, what you do, what you do. And he's like, I took my test today. How did you do? I don't know, but I took it. You know, and so it's something like that, that we've done. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Yep. The yep. greatest moment was when I had the opportunity to speak at from the Ralston Arena in Omaha. And I shared the stage with Sarah Palin. Pretty cool. Neat. Ooh, nice, nice. And at the end of my Love event, that. we all did the Snoopy dance. I invited Hot everyone, damn. told them about the Snoopy dance. And I said, we don't celebrate near enough. And so we're going to celebrate. So you guys, everybody jump up and let's dance. And I didn't know it because it was right at the end of my time. And we danced for a little bit. And then I walked off stage. Well, when I got the video later and I watched it, the whole Ralston Arena stood up and started doing the Snoopy dance. And oh. I'm getting emotional thinking of it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. I get Hundreds of, there's, I think it holds 5,000 people, I think. And I'm like, how many people, and I still pray, how many people are still doing the Snoopy dance? Let's <laughs> well, so, Snoopy dance. Yeah, no, just, just reading the book and you saying that is something that I'm going to remember you for. And now more so, yeah. you know? Because now every time we see the thing, we're going to, every time yeah. we see Snoopy doing it, because I put that little Genie. Snoopy Genie. doing it, Snoopy dance there, because Jeannie. <laughs> Yeah. Now, so if you're on Facebook, find me on Facebook, you're going to get a Snoopy comment at some point because <laughs> the, I use them a lot. And there's so many memes. I'm like, obviously, I said someday I'm going to have somebody just making Snoopy memes for me. But right now they're made. I love them. I love Snoopy gifts. You'll, you'll get them. <laughs> now I'm going to be making some. <laughs> She'll make some for you. I do that stuff all the time. Awesome. I have no idea how to do it. I just share oh, it. <laughs> I just want to put this out here. All right. These are this this is the book here that we're talking about tonight, mostly. All right, bully proofing you. Um, please, please go here. All right, bullyproofingyoubook.com. All right, and check it all out. Order it, get it, she'll sign it, she'll send it to you. If you shoot her an email. Tell you were on the Fox then. She'll send you a nice little short story that she wrote. Um, she's edited herself, so don't judge. <laughs> but I, I wrote it and just, you know, just it's about relationships and how I created the relationship that I'm in because I did create it. And yeah. it took very specific steps, very specific mindset. And I am so grateful 
that I learned what I've learned and I've applied it so that I could live see that and we all need that so yeah and and it's uplifting you know it's uplifting and we all need that in our lives our children need that in our lives our parents our loved ones our friends our brothers our sisters we all need this in our life especially now times of like COVID. oh yeah you know yes so how has that how's that affected you snoopy dance in the household when nobody's looking it just so (laughs) so we've gone to virtual events um, we don't we don't have anything on the books. A lot of things canceled. I had a speaking engagement in Ireland in June. I was so excited oh, to go, and then it canceled. And oh. so I'm hoping that we can reschedule it for next year. I oh, don't wait. know for sure. You have to go to Ireland. But I know. I'm so I was so excited oh. to go, and and um, so it, it definitely has affected us. But we so the technology now it has allowed mm. us. Uh, we did a conference a few weeks ago for for a, um, a school, and it was on Zoom, and we did it on Zoom, and it went beautifully. And I had them Snoopy dancing; it was awesome. <laughs> it was Snoopy dancing on Zoom, and you know, and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" The, I got a copy of the comments later. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, and I'm like, "You don't have to just sit here. You can dance. Get up!" I'm like, "Everybody, get up! Get up! Let's dance!" And we were all dancing, and it was cool. It was neat. So some lives were changed and impacted, and that's what it's all about. And we do have a foundation now, and so because some schools can't afford us, and I used to just do it for free, and then I'm like, I need to pay my mortgage too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we started a foundation, you know, for schools. Um, and so if you want to donate to that, awesome. And and it's just just a request. Or if you have a school that doesn't have the funding but you want to do it, we do have donations. And we can come do that at your school. So, um, and we can do it Zoom or we can do it live, whatever. Yeah. So, COVID has definitely affected us, but not as much as I, as it did at the beginning. Now we're yeah. rolling, we're getting things going again. Exactly. Right. How many languages is your book in? Just out of Um, so it can be translated. So we published it through Amazon. It's self-published okay. through Amazon, um, and so it's on all of the distribution channels. So if you're in another country. Um, I know it's been translated into Japanese because I had a, a client there purchase it and send it to me. Or you can you can um, ask for it to be translated wherever you're purchasing it. So per- publishing is not like it used to be where you have to publish a bunch of books and then you send it out. Now you can do on demand and they can mm-hmm. translate it for you and send it out. So pretty neat, really neat. Yeah, because I'm in Quebec, so a lot of people who I think can use it will be reading it in French. So yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm just, so I'm I, just kind of like, uh, I'm, I'm looking at all these, um, note these questions that we've had here, and we kind of jumped all over the place when we've asked like the majority yeah. of questions. But now, um, number eleven kind of sticking out, right? She's so psychic; it's scary. <laughs> and at times that can be psychotic, but that's okay. <laughs> wow just blows my mind but um yeah it, it, that's the one i was looking at you know mm-hmm. what have you noticed the, uh, about the difference between internal and external bullies so what, what is the difference between internal and external bullies so the internal bully is that one that we were talking about that voice but in your head we take and the external bully is people that repeat possibly what you're already saying in your head ah. both of them are devastating the most devastating is the one in your head yeah because okay. it's the one you never get away from Exactly. And it's the one that's constantly there. And it's the one that you believe. Right. The reason external bullies are so 
so difficult or so horrific is because they're just repeating what you've already said to yourself. And mm -hmm. so you're using it as evidence that your negative voice is true. Yeah. And so this one has got to be tamed first and the external ones disappear because you don't believe what they're saying anymore. And, just, and yeah, so wrap you back. Yeah, it doesn't affect you. It was so kind of the beginning of bully proofing you. I'm standing out at the door of my classroom greeting students. And it's the first class of the day and the students walking down the hall will call him Jim. Jimmy's walking down the hall and another student says something to him. And I didn't think it was that bad. I don't even remember what it was, but I'm like, it's not that big of a deal, right? Well, Jimmy walks into my classroom and is just totally devastated. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you know, let's, so we processed a little bit, but he was devastating. Later on in the day, again, standing out there welcoming students to my class, another class will say Tom. Tom is walking down and a student says something that's pretty harsh in my opinion. I'm like, whoa, Tom comes in. I'm like, hey, you okay? He's like, he's an idiot. And I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What was the difference? And so I started coming up with questions and things that I can ask my students to start getting a, a cue from them or to start understanding where they were at. And I realized that it was here first. Mm. The reason yeah. Jimmy was so devastated is because he believed that he was an idiot. He believed that he was invaluable. He believed that he was stupid. And so someone outside of him just validated that. Yeah. Whereas Tom believed he was smart. Tom believed he was cool. Tom believed that that guy was an idiot and it didn't affect him at all. Right. And so that's the difference between internal and external bullying. What do you believe? What labels have you allowed other people to stick on you? Go through that and peel them off and yep. stick new ones on. Choose new ones. Yep. Yeah. Now, what all right, is that? Is that the part of the limp, limbic limbic? The limbic brain, so the limbic brain is where your fight, flight, or freeze is housed. Okay. And so what happens is, is I breathe something in, right? I have all my senses are on high alert because I'm afraid. Your smell is your first law of defense because we have over a trillion smell receptors. And so I smell something and it's a direct line to my limbic brain. My limbic brain goes, whoa, danger, danger, warning. <laughs> And so my adrenaline starts pumping, right? Adrenaline starts pumping and I start looking around. I immediately go into fight or flight. And so what happens is if I can learn to calm that down, remember we talked about planned responses. Mm -hmm. I also use doTERRA oils, right? Here I have lavender. I Why? Because lavender calms yes. me down. Yes. And when I take it off and I smell it, it immediately goes to my limbic brain. And my limbic brain goes, Oh, wait, I smell lavender. Okay, let's calm down. It's okay. It's all right. And so I need to learn how to tame my limbic brain so that my neocortex can be online and I can think. Yeah. And so that's what the limbic brain is. And I have a whole training on that. Um, if you would like to be invited, again, send me an email. Say, hey, Jeannie, when's your next fight or flight or limbic brain or whatever, let me know and I'll make sure and get you an invite to that. Or I can send you a recording of one that I've done in the past, but shoot me an email and we can go way deep on the limbic brain and how it's affecting you, how, how you're not even aware of it. You're not even mm -hmm. aware of it most of the time because it's hardwired in to protect you. 
Exactly. It's there for safety. Exactly. And so you've yeah. got to learn how to go, oh, okay, thank you for sharing that with me. But you know what? I choose something else. Yeah. That's amazing. Mama, you got a question you would like to ask? Yeah, because Missy has the question I was looking at. <laughs> okay. Um, now this again, I, I have a couple people in mind when I ask some of these questions. So those people who will eventually know who they are there without me saying their names. Um, how do you train yourself to overcome that internal bully? And I know we've touched on it a few times, but I want this, I want people to get it that this is what, this is where you could, this is the Beautiful. baby step of the voyage. So the first thing is awareness of it. Mm -hmm. So if you're asking that question, you know, it's there. Yeah. It's the people that are clueless that, that, you know, you may need to go, Hey, did you know you got a negativity in your head? <laughs> but if somebody's yeah. saying, Hey, I've got this voice in my head. What do I do for it? Awesome. You're already halfway there. Yeah. So you're aware of it and you're like, okay, I'm, I choose today to do something different. I choose today to like myself. Yeah. And then you pick a label, whatever it is, and you put it on yourself. You can either actually get a label that says, my name is fantastic. My oh, yeah, name like is that. smart. My name is um, incredible. My name is, you know, whatever you choose. And you put that name on you, either literally or figuratively. So if you're nervous and you don't have the courage to walk out in public with something that says, hi, I'm awesome, then you just do it in your house. Have your whole family yeah. do it. Say, hey, kids, you know what? Today we're going to try something different. Today we're going to choose our labels. And I choose Fandabadosi. And you put that on. <laughs> then you say, Timmy, what do you choose? And you write it out and you put it on you. And then all day long, you refer to them. Hey, Timmy, you're fantastic. Or you're awesome. And I'm fandabadosi. And you just play that game in your house. You pick a new word. Then the next day, so that's day one, I pick my new word. Then the next day, I pick the same word. And I use that day word for about a week. And then guess what? The next week I get to pick a new word. And then as those old thoughts come in, I say, that's not me. That's the old me. The new me knows I'm smart. Yeah. So first step, make a decision to do something different. And if you guys have chat and you can type these out, awesome. Type them out. Those of you that are in the chat, comments, whatever it is. First one, make a decision to do something different. The second step is choose a word to replace. Fantastic, awesome, beautiful. And you get a label and you actually put it on you and you wear that all day. Have your kids join in too. That's fun. Yeah. Then the third kids step. Can come up with amazing words. Oh, oh yeah. Game. COVID. Yeah. Game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that we did is you just get an outline, draw like an outline of a person. And mm -hmm. then you have them put all these words in there. Fantastic, strong, smart, intelligent, loving, kind. And you just fill that whole outline up. And then once a week, you pick a new word. And you say, for this week, I'm fantastic. For this week, I'm strong. For this week, and you just keep picking words. And you put that, that outline of you wherever you can see it. In your mm -hmm. bedroom, on the mirror, where you're seeing it every day or in your kid's room right next to the bed, and before they go to bed, what name are you going to pick for tomorrow? The right? Queen. 
<laughs> yeah, post it. Yeah, post it. Post it all over the bathroom window. Bathroom mirror. I used to drive my husband yeah. nuts until I said, start reading them. Because they're yeah. all good things. But I just thought of yeah. something when you said my name is Badge. I think I'm going to look and see if I can buy them online at Amazon. Take them all out. Have them printed out special names. And send them to people who I think need them. Oh, I love that. that one. I love Aww. that. Share the love, Hello. right? Christmas. Yeah, share the love. I'm a, yeah. I'm a so Tina's, Tina's, Tina's first one is going to be I swear like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> No, nope. I, I have I like I like sailors. I'm sorry, but anything in a uniform is very nice. So if she can swear like a sailor, I like her. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's My a, mom loved the Navy. Yeah. She was married, she was married um two times what her first husband died. And so she married another sailor boy. So she liked the guys in uniform. She liked those those white, you know, the, those little hats. Oh, hello. When did you, when did you join the army? How old were you when you joined the army? Me? Yeah. I was. Oh, geez, how old was I? I have a hard time with that age, but I was a freshman in college. So I was in college when I joined. Oh. Um, how old would that be? It'll take me too long to figure it out. So um, my husband finally taught me how to know how old I was. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to, add I it. I have to do it by hand. Yeah. Hold on. I don't know if I'm 56, seven or eight. I don't know. I have, I have a good friend who is like, we're the same age now. Uh, for, we're the same age for two months. My birthday is in November and hers is in January. When I hit November and I turn my age, we're the same age for that amount of time. And I always tease her when, when I when her birthday comes around, say how's it going, you old bag. <laughs> she goes, You'll be the same age next year. <laughs> Bob, Bob and I are the same age for one day. Because I'm oh wow. I'm, I'm January wow. 9th, the tenth. So on the ninth, when I get a year older, we're the same age. But then, okay, that's a snoopy dance. That's a snoopy <laughs> dance. Wait a minute. Jan January 10th, that's the day you're going to be on my show. So we'll be celebrating Bob's birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to have cake. Snoopy cake. dance and cake. Yeah. Yeah. I love cake. Yeah, maybe I'll cake. pop in with bunches of cake and I'll be stuffed. Oh, yes. Yeah. Interrupt your show. <laughs> Put eyelashes on his <laughs> You guys got to have a cupcake each. Just Okay. No, we'll figure it out. Mine will be smothered in chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a chocoholic. <laughs> you know those be... chocolate fondues there, fountains there? Mm -hmm. I just kind of sort of stick a cup on. <laughs> 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 just bad. Bad, oh. bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, can you give us the steps on how all of this can come together? Yeah. So the first one is the decision, right? The awareness, mm -hmm. the decision. And then it is choosing something different and taking action. So replacing a word, replacing a phrase. Yeah. And then it is looking for people who support you. Now, that mm. may not be your family. Nope. It may be someone else. And so if you look back now on your elementary school, on your middle school, high school, you look back, I bet you can find that teacher that did support you mm. or that parent that did love you or that clergy or whatever that, you, that told you, hey, you know what? You're good. I love you. You're beautiful. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that we don't hear it yeah. because we don't believe it. And so somebody says it to us and we're like, that's not true. We ignore it. No, that's not true. And so start looking for people that uplift and encourage you because they're there. 
they're absolutely there. And if they're not in your immediate vicinity, they're online. There's books. There's, you know, Nick Vujicic, Tony Robbins, um, Dean Graziosi. I'm just naming some of my mentors, you know, yeah. Kirk Duncan. Hey, they're there. I'm there. there. Jump online. We're, we're constantly giving you reasons to like and love yourself. Yeah. You are the sum total of your five closest friends. Yeah. And so if your five closest friends are negative and calling you names, it's yeah. time to say thank you, but move on. And find those five that uplift and encourage you. My five started with CDs. <laughs> That's where it started. And now I have tons of people all around me that love and support me. And I'm able to love and support others. Yeah. Because you've got to take care of yourself too. Exactly. And that for me is the number one thing. Everybody's got to take care of themselves. Exactly. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm making like notes. Her, like forever right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. yeah she's part she's part way. of the, she's part of the crazy yeah. <laughs> it's fun in a good way um, yeah. 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 It is, uh, nothing has meaning except the meaning you give it exactly right it's like yeah. the so, go, ahead. go ahead it's like the word okay it's like the word bitch okay people think it's it's a negative and I don't, if, if, you know, if my sons go come home from school and they got into a fight, why, what happened? Somebody said I was a son of a bitch. That means they called you a bitch. I said, yeah. And tell them I said, thank you very much because I am beautiful, intelligent, talented, creative, and hot. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so it all depends on the way you look at it. She is a it comparison is. of that too. You had yep. the B yeah. word in there and you said, well, bitch is a dog. I love dogs. Dogs have, what? Oh, they oh, bark. They bark, bark, bark on trees. Bark on trees, trees. Thank you. <laughs> so it's yeah, like perspective. Yeah. Like look at it, turn it around, and always come up with something positive. You know? Okay. Yeah. I'm just telling you now that a lot of the stuff that you're giving me is going to be posting uh, posting little things on my Facebook. So I may be tagging you in some stuff on Facebook. Beautiful. Tag it's me. Like I'll share something. it. We'll get it out there. It's going to be. That saves me from making those little things because I'm not good at that. <laughs> I love making those little things. She'll, she'll do the Snoopy one. I'll be doing Snoopy things for you. Yeah, you, Gina will do the Snoopy thing. She's gonna have a little. And the love thing is, it. we can do. She can do it in in motion section too. So you'll actually have oh. Snoopy dancing, and the words will pop up. Oh, that's so oh, yeah. cool! Love oh, yeah. it! Love yeah. it! Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> you haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I'm excited. And she'll gonna go. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Gina. Snoopy doesn't dance like that. Snoopy's not supposed to twerk. Hello. Maybe he can though. You. Uh -huh. That would be kind of cool. No. Snoopy twerking. <laughs> Sunglasses. Oh, geez. you know. Okay, I've been watching too much TikTok lately. There you go. Okay. All right. You know what? All right. Come up real back in. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, pretty much we have covered almost everything that's really on here. Yeah. Besides the fact, okay, uh, to get the copies of the book, right? Because this is very important. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. You can go to book.com. Yeah. Right. And you have a whole home study course there. There's videos, like I said, for each chapter. Um, and then there's a, a couple of videos if you don't, you know, want to wait for the book because I'm going to mail it to you. There's a couple, of, you can upgrade a, a couple of videos. Um, I think there's three or four that have to do. What if I have a toddler? What if I have a, a you know middle schooler? What if I have a teenager? And it's direct mm -hmm. 
they're like five to ten minute videos immediately start doing this because I don't ever want someone to take their life ever no ever right, it's right, a right. devastation and I can't reach everybody but if nope. we start a ripple effect right. then we can we right. can yes. and if my book is the pebble in the pond so be it thank you Lord for giving me the courage to write it so it can be that pebble in the pond and then let's extend those ripples out to everybody that we know yeah that's the way we start and share this show you know to your friends you know yeah because even it's just it's the friends. beginning exactly yeah. it's the beginning it's that one baby step listening to this might get somebody going hey wait a minute let me go get that book let me go check this out let me go check out the website let me send her an email and see what you know because if you don't cut out again sorry dave's having internet problems sorry sorry dave's in australia so he's like just waking up type of thing i love you so <laughs> i want to go to australia so where can i come speak in australia dave okay i got a lot of friends in australia i think yeah. you would awesome. love nick there you go oh, awesome i love that, that. Yeah. Yep. So but the way it. I start marketing is I decide where do I want to go, <laughs> and then, and then I'm yeah, like, hey, this is me. I got a book. I got a program. I'd love to come talk. And then I go and I talk, and then I spend a week there, and then goof off and have all kinds of fun. Exactly. <laughs> so Ireland, Ireland, and Scotland. Ireland. I mean, you want to do an event in a castle, right? Ooh, yeah. Exactly. You need me. You need me for PR. Exactly, and she can and she can, and she can make sure if you have any any those bring ghoulies who in sit in there and and you never know they might yeah, get you know some some EVPs on your comments. <laughs> we'll go we'll go do some uh, some some haunting some some ghost hunting after ghost investigations. Yeah. Okay, so we're going and we have a good place in Jamaica. There you go. <laughs> yeah, love yeah. Jamaica. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, Sheila Price. Yeah, she would hook you exactly. Up. It's she's got a even New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Here you go. We're gonna be. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get you all over the world. <laughs> I love it. I if love it. Bring it. If on, you end up I'm somewhere ready. you didn't like, eh, it's too bad. We made you no, go there anyway. <laughs> I have not found a place I don't like. I've not. And it's but all about perspective. Yeah. You haven't here, been to Quebec in the winter time with six feet of snow. Right. Yeah. So we just we just got back from Alaska. Loved Alaska, and did I was also glad that we were leaving. <laughs> did you fish? We did. Uh, nope. Um, had some great times. Did some hikes. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Did touch some lives. Thank you, Lord. Um, it was a real blessing. Absolutely loved it. Yes. And we did we did a training in um, North Dakota. And we did the whole school district. And when he contacted me, I actually spoke at a teacher's conference. And he contacted me and he said, I want you to come. And I said, okay, if I come in the winter months, my fee is double. <laughs> but if I, come, if I come in like, you know, April, May, or like, you know, October, September, October, I said, it's not double. Good weather. We are fair weathered people. Exactly. <laughs> Spring and fall on anywhere you want. Yes. Yeah. But, but I do yeah. have a really nice coat, so it's okay. I can stay warm. So okay. I just I love to travel. It's one of the best things about speaking. I love to travel and meet people and see different cultures and experience different things. I love that. 
Yeah, because not only are you there, are you going to be wherever you're going to be teaching people, but you nine times out of 10 will always learn something. Absolutely. I think this is what's great about Facebook is that we get to learn by meeting people. You get to learn that there's real doorknobs out there. <laughs> See a lot right now. Um, but you get, I meet so many interesting people. I have, without Facebook, I would never have met, hello, Gina. There she is. <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't like I look at it as this is like a major, major positive when I have my moments where I'm like, oh, OK, I'm having a rough day and I don't want to. I'll message Gina and sometimes I'll wake up with messages from Gina and be like, OK, Gina's having a rough moment. The computer system's going a lot to do, you know, but that's what to me, no matter where you go, no matter who you meet. Like you said, that those five people in your life that make your life. I've got two right off the top of my head because there's so much going on in my brain. But that lady over there is one of them. And she, she has no choice. <laughs> I love her to death. Yeah. I love her to death. I've but, always said from a young age that everybody knows something that I need to know. Yep. It's my responsibility to learn it. There's and I think it's not a... You. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's teaching you something that you need to know about something you don't want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The hard subject. Absolutely. The hard subject. Yeah. And you are dealing with the hard subject. I mean, we may have yeah. joked around a lot tonight. Yeah. But this is a hard, serious subject. It and is. People are committing suicide of all ages mm -hmm. from depression, from being bullied because they believe it, because they can't change their mindset. So yeah. they need this. They need yeah. this. They need this book. They need this concept. They need this reality yeah. in their life. And, and how are they going to get it? By people like us. By people. Yeah putting it out there saying, Hey, there's help, you know, yeah. Hey, right there. see that book in the corner there, bully proofing you. Why don't you start there? You know? Yep. This and the thing is, if you get this book for somebody, okay, I get the book and I send it to Gina, Gina going to look at the book, go, <laughs> but eventually she might pick up that book and start to read it. That person might pick up that book and start to read it. They may not read it right away, but eventually that book's going to call out to them. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know? and someone comes over or your kid's friend comes over, you know, and maybe taking this internally and not telling anybody, but sees that book sitting on, you know, on a table. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's that? Can I, can I see that? You know, yeah. pick it up. That might save a life. This could be interesting to, to buy it for your local school district because, okay, here in Quebec, in my little town, there's only one English elementary school and one English high school a little bit further out. But if you can buy the book and just donate it to the library. Hello, yeah, it'll hit that it'll hit that person that needs it because the way I believe the way things work, if somebody needs a book, they're gonna find that book. But yeah. you have to be able you can't just say, okay, they're gonna find it. You have to help the, the, the world, you have to help God, you have to help Jeannie get her message going by buying that book and donating it to the school. You gotta do the footwork, you gotta do exactly. the and if you if you do that, I'll donate an extra one. So if you, when you send, you know, when you purchase that book, there's a place for comments, right? Hey, heard you on the Fox Den. I'm going to donate this to my local school. I'm going to include two books so that you can keep one and donate one to your school. I, I would love to be a part of that. I would love to. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll double your, your purchase. Cool, yeah. So, and I want, I know we're getting close on time, but I, I want to share if your child is being bullied right now and you're like, man, what do I do right now? Cause I don't want to wait for the book. I want to invite you to use this one liner that is so powerful. And let's say your child comes in and says, mom, somebody called me a bitch, right? 
what you get to do is say, wow, aren't you glad I don't believe that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What happens normally or naturally, what I used to do before I learned and taught this, was I say, no, honey, you're not, you're not that, you're not stupid, you're not ugly, whatever it was, they said, you're beautiful. And I would spend 5, 10, 15 minutes explaining to them how beautiful and smart and, you know, handsome they were. What's happening psychologically or subconsciously is your child's going, wow, I must be really stupid because mom just spent 10 minutes telling me I'm smart. Yeah. How many times? Did exactly. How many times do your children say, you have to say that you're my mom? Like, yeah. Right. No, right. I don't have but to. when you say, aren't you glad I don't believe that? It triggers in their mind the response that you mean I have a choice. Yep. You mean I don't have to accept that label? I can do something else? Yeah. So aren't you glad I don't believe that? And then what do you believe? So exactly. you give them permission to wipe out that label and then apply their own label. That's powerful. It is. That's powerful. Words are powerful. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand, you know, how powerful words can be, how hurtful and how helpful they can be. So, you know, this is, this is our life and this is, um, what we need to try to put out there, positivity. We need more positive people to spread positive. Yeah. Yeah. Heal people, heal and, people. Yes. yes. Let's start and, and the thing is, the thing is, a lot of people will look at, it's like, oh, there she goes, all Miss, you know, Prissy and, had, you know, all Miss Happy Perky. Hello. I don't care if people get mad at me because I'm happy and perky because I know that there's going to be at least one person who needs that happy perky. Right. So there's going right. to be, so, you know what? And if I, Tick off a few people. Oh well, it made them yeah. think, didn't it? Well, and it's just because they hurt. Yeah. Hurt people hurt people. Healed people heal people. Exactly. And in the process of being perky and happy, sometimes the hurt people show up. Mm -hmm. And so if they show up and they say something, then that's your opportunity. Go, wow, I'm sorry, you must be in a lot of pain. How can I help? Yeah. 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 And a lot of times when you have that conversation with someone that is just so, so hurt and they're lashing out and you can break through that exterior, you can be the one to help them. Mm -hmm. you know? And then, yeah. then that person will help another person and it's all right. this paying forward thing, you know, like, and exactly. then, and then start pushing positive things like like the movie pay it forward like the, right. in your book you have a list a giant list of some books that you read those are great books i'm glad you listed them in there i've read a couple of them myself and i and i can understand why you put them in there and it's intrigued me on you know to look into the other ones you know just yeah. because you're a positive person and so they must have a beneficial aspect to them and I should read those, you know. But she I mean, should read. She what? should read Ed's book. Smile. Was it smiles? Smiles oh, across so. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's Mr. Positive himself. That's oh God, he, yeah, it's adorable. Yeah, he walked from uh, New York to Florida. from Flor Florida, Florida to New York. Right. What? Yeah. One one way or the other. But uh, just no money, no nothing. Just on the, you know, and trying to get people to smile and wave, smile. Oh, and wave. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Ed Smiley Rodriguez. That's and, uh, yeah. And, and he, he was just out to spread positivity and he was on the kindness of people to feed him, the kindness of people to put him up. You know, he got himself in a couple little bad spots. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, 
but he, he he overcame. He made it. He got up there. You know, he did it. He stopped in D.C. He wanted. He was supposed to have some kind of a interlude with a politician or something, but there was something bad going on at that point, so we couldn't. Yeah, do it was it. the weather. It was a bad weather thing, big hurricane yeah. or something. Yeah, it was just horrible. So uh, he had to just keep going. But I he mean, but kept he on did. walking. He just pushed forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's one step no. at a time. Right? Yes. That's it. You know, it'd be one town at a time. I, mean, I can't even walk, you know, to the mailbox. And my mailbox is <laughs> Okay, I'm physically unable to walk to my mailbox, but I do it in my mind. I got a book today. There you go. Hello. Awesome. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> I finally got my signed uh, edition from Jerry Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I got, I got, see, this is here. I got my, my blank check all about how to change the school system for kids that Another don't one, fit yeah. into that mold of the, the square peg in a round hole mm -hmm. but that's what we try to do here in the fox town that's what she exactly an angel meadows we try to bring people like genie cisco math that brings positivity that does change the world for exactly them. it is things that are needed so it's a variety and you know for every aspect of your life you try to improve it we do our best so for those people who have podcasts if you want hit up genie She's good. Yeah. She's a great guest to have. Yes. Oh, please do. Please do. You know, because this yeah. word and share this show. I can't tell you enough. Yep. Share the show. Get this message out. All right. Jeannie's book needs to be out there. Her message needs to be out there that it could save a life. It truly could. Truly can, bullying, yeah. bullying ends up in the majority of suicides. And we don't want yep. that. As external and internal bullies. Nasty little buggers. Absolutely. So we got 60 seconds. So I need okay. only 30 seconds. Okay, let's go. Do a banner here really quick. Okay. Uh, go there. That's her, her uh, that's email. My email. Send Jean me send me an email. I'll send you a story that I wrote about relationships just for you. Right. To get the book, bullyproofingyoubook.com. Please do that. Please, yep. please, please do that. And we will see you all next week. We're going to be doing a ghosty show, I believe. We're doing a, <laughs> I met a ghost in Gettysburg. Oh, so I get to sit back and watch. Yes. Yes. Mm, like it. But Jeannie, hang, hang with us for a few minutes. And uh, all of you, please, again, share the show. Please go to the YouTube, like, subscribe. Hey, ciao. Ciao for now. Oh, big hearts. Snoopy dance. We're going to be doing the Snoopy dances. We're doing that right now. Yep. <laughs>you again for joining us for another episode of the fox den we would love it if you would go over to our youtube channel which is the fox den hosted by gina bankston please like and subscribe our channel and join us in the chat room there while we stream live every thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m eastern standard time we'll see you next week good night